Hey guys, it's Andy Proctor with More Happy Life, and it is Friday. Happy Friday to everybody out there. Thanks for listening, and today I wanted to bring you six things that, or six habits, I guess, that the happiest people engage in. So, uh, the first one to not delay is sleep. Obvious, right? I mean, it seems like people who, uh, who sleep more or who don't sleep very much are, you know, kind of crankier, right? Um, but yeah, it definitely helps our brains. It makes us happier. And uh, people that get the adequate amount of sleep, um, you know, just have a, a much better shot at having, you know, a better emotional well-being. So, and the studies show that the happiest people get an average of about eight hours a night. 42% of U.S. adults get less than the recommended minimum of seven. So how many hours do you sleep at night? Um, exercise is the second thing. Uh, so do you do you exercise? How often do you get out and get moving, you know, get sweaty? Exercise has actually been diagnosed, or not diagnosed, but has been kind of prescribed as a treatment for major depression even by a lot of therapists. They say, hey, you should uh, definitely exercise more. And um, Sonia Lubomirsky talks about this in her book where, um, you know, they talk about the endorphin high that you get when you go running. And <clears throat> that's not necessarily the case uh, that the endorphins make you happier. The endorphins are actually painkillers, which is kind of interesting, right? They're a natural painkiller to help you to get through the pain of a rigorous workout. Uh, and um, they may help you to feel that um, most likely that dopamine that you are experiencing as you are running or exercising and thinking about getting closer to your goal or uh, being a certain type of person or whatever it is that makes you happy about exercise. So when we feel the pain, it's harder to feel that. And when we are getting those endorphins, it actually helps us to feel the happiness, though the endorphins themselves don't make us happier. The third thing is getting outside, right? You might as well just get outside and exercise, right? Uh, so go into nature. There's a really cool uh, study on um, the fact that sunlight actually boosts the biosynthesis of serotonin, which is really, really important for being able to uh, regulate mood and, you know, combat depression, but also feeling a sense of um, kind of at uh, being at ease with your position in life, your role, your social position, your influence. And a lot of you who have seen my Instagram, I know that I talk quite a bit about um, Shinrin Yoku, which is a really cool form of what they, the Japanese do. Um, and they actually even prescribe this um, for people who are sick to go out and get into nature. And it's called basically uh, forest bathing, right? You go out and bathe in the forest. You don't have to be naked, but <laughs> just, you know, bathe your whole self in the beauty of all the life that exists in nature. So the fourth thing, eat more fish. So fish has a ton of those omega-3 fatty acids, right? Tons of studies show that uh, that is linked to kind of a decreased uh, risk of mental disorders and people who do, do have mental disorders, they actually can um, be alleviated uh, in many studies that show this um, with the um, greater intake of these omega-3s. So fish obviously have those and um, so if you're feeling down, maybe go 
catch a fish and eat it. <laughs> uh, the fifth thing, stand up straight. This is an interesting one, right? Amy Cuddy talks a lot about posture and, and um, you know, position and body language and how that affects us in job interviews and in just our mood. So uh, people who have an upright posture usually feel more kind of enthusiastic, excited, and strong. Uh, they're the people who are kind of more slumping and, you know, they, they felt a little bit more fearful, passive, and sleepy, which was found in a study uh, in 2014. So it's kind of interesting. The last thing is smile. So the sixth key to happiness that happy people do in a 2012 study, it showed that smilers actually enjoyed lower heart rates during stress recovery. And um, I talk a little bit more about how to smile better <laughs> and in a genuine way because Okay, I'm gonna tell you the rest in the next. All right, kind of got cut off on the last one. Sorry about that, guys. But yeah, we were talking about smiling and how smiling actually uh, increases happiness um, as well. But gotta be careful with smiling. And sorry for the ambient noises now that I'm in a different location after it took forever to <laughs> upload that last segment. It's the beauty of Anchor, right? Just gotta create on the go. So, um, but yeah, the. Uh, the smiling of people who smile in a genuine way is much more healthy than smiling of people who just smile, forcing themselves to smile. There's a really interesting study that was done at, I believe it was Duke Medical, where they uh, were measuring facial expressions, um, and they were trying to code it for anger, actually, because they, their hypothesis was that anger would actually increase the chance of heart attack and people who have actually already had a heart attack before. So they were looking for anger in the facial expressions and so they would video record their faces as they would um, try to arouse anger in them or, or just observe anger happening if it did happen. And um, the other thing they found that they, so they did find that anger did actually um, make that uh, more likely. Uh, to have what they called these myocardial ischemias and um, <clears throat> but smiling they didn't think that that would actually do it as well and so when people um, made a non-genuine or non-enjoyment smile is what they call that um, which is not a if you google the word Duchenne smile um, you can look up what a genuine smile is it's very limbic brain driven so it's very emotional, it's very non-voluntary because when you smile, you know, kind of in an involuntary way, then your limbic brain or limbic system in your brain um, is a part of that and it actually uh, t activates totally different parts of your, of your brain and your body. Um, so the non-enjoyment smiles like the say cheese and you're forcing yourself to smile when you actually don't feel very good at all um, for people who are at risk for a heart attack who've already had them made a what that myocardial ischemia that kind of mini heart attack in them so it's not very healthy so smile genuinely and you will be happier um, 
And so those are the six things, you guys. I just wanted to share those with you. I think it was really uh, interesting. I, um, I've, I've read tons of things about that before already, but I also had just wanted to, so I added a little bit to my to what I was reading and um, where I found this was a time, that Time um, Magazine special on the science of happiness where it talks about um, a couple of things that people do to who, well, the happiest people do. So I just really liked it and I'm going to continue sharing a lot of those really cool things from that. If you want to get one of those copies for yourself, I highly recommend it. It's an amazing issue of Time Magazine where it talks about all the stuff that I like to talk about on this, which I will probably be sharing a lot of it <laughs> on this anchor station. Uh, it, you can find it probably anywhere, you know, where magazines are sold. So um, if not, you can just, you know, Google it, look it up, buy it. It's really good. Totally worth it. I highly recommend it, and I highly recommend that you continue to listen. I thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your ears and for listening through the ambient noises as I walk to my desk. So thanks so much, guys. Have a wonderful Friday. Have a wonderful weekend. And as always, be well. And if you want to find even more um, for, from my station, uh, please feel free to look at the past episodes, uh, listen to the past episodes. Come on over and join me on Instagram at morehappylife or morehappy.org. Thanks so much, guys. Have an awesome day.